described in your entertainment presents the following. The following is not suitable for children under the age of 18. It contains coarse language, sexual references, as well as my personal views and opinions. The characters on the show are fictional and are made for fun, not harm. You're listening to The Sky Genie Show, the worst show ever. We're on episode 105 of The Sky Genie Show. I wasn't here last week, well, because uh, there, there was planned to be a show. But it came to really do a lot of uh, factors. One, I was organising an acoustic festival with, uh, with my radio station. I didn't end up going. I was actually sick last week as well. So... There was really no chance of me doing the show. I ended up doing uh, a show with Johnny Florida, which I'm surprised I made it through with my voice, but I will. Uh, a lot has happened in that two weeks. I guess we could start off... Uh, well, at the end of the show, I'll go on with uh, WB2K20. Uh, right, right now, though, we'll go on with Eric Bischoff. It was the big talk of the town. And Eric B- <laughs> Gotta love that. You remember right away? He he motorbikes. Anyway, uh, Eric Bischoff was fired as the head whatever for SmackDown. Uh, was an executive uh, producer or whatever. Eric Bischoff was hired uh, around June, July. It was there to pretty much feel creative. Uh, in the four months he was there, apparently stories have come out that it was mainly Bruce Pritchard and... Uh, Forget who the other, who the other writer was, but it, it was two. It was Bruce Pritchard and some, someone else that was pretty much doing the load, and and here I'm guessing that Eric Bischoff really didn't really fit uh, what they were looking for, and it really makes you think: Why did they hire Eric Bischoff in the first place? Uh, my opinion is it was for an it was a name for Fox. To to attach to a name, Eric Bischoff has had um, experience with television in the past. I don't see why they couldn't really move him into a role like that or marketing. He's gotta love that noises, background noises. Eric Bischoff is known for a marketing background and and in sales, so I don't see why WWE hasn't really incorporated that uh, from Eric Bischoff. And really, when you think about it, the only idea Eric Bischoff ever really had was for the NWO. And when you talk about the NWO, uh, it was really a concept from Japan. Yes, he could probably be coined for the uh, creation and the name of it, but when you think about it, uh, most of the NWO, uh, their mannerisms, their, when they're throwing up the two sweet signs and all that, a lot of that was Scott Hall. Which makes you think, who, who was the creative uh, in that one? Was it uh, was it Scott Hall or was it Eric Bischoff? Sounds to me like Scott, and it's not just, um, and it's you hear in shoot interviews that it's everybody who talks about the NWO will uh, credit Scott Hall for coming up with a lot of things. Eric Bischoff may have came up with the concept, but it was Scott Hall who pretty much made that thing what it, what it was. And it was a pretty big deal for a long time there in WCW. Of course, he was doing a podcast with Conrad Thompson, uh, 83 Weeks. And it was really funny what came about was uh, somebody made a um, 
made a post of his next podcast for 83 days, which would be hilarious. It would be really awesome to actually make a podcast of that. And Eric Bischoff quoted on his, uh, on his podcast that it would actually be a really funny idea. It's just do 83 days. Who knows? I'll probably do an episode on that and call it 83 days. Um, it'd be really interesting to find out how many days he actually was there. If it were, did happen to be 83, then it would be cool. <laughs> it would be apropos, wouldn't it? Apropos. I'm saying the big words now. God. Uh, I've, got, I've got to mention, it's fucking hot here today. Uh, it's 35 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that comes to in Fahrenheit, so you could probably work that out for yourself. But it's fucking hot. That's for sure. Like, sitting in this room, uh, there's a lot of wind about. Uh, I'm keeping the door open because that's the only way I can get cool air coming through. But you go outside, it's just, just as hot. It, with Australia, is a dry continent. So it's that extra bit dry and that extra bit hot. So you gotta love it. No, you don't. Uh, what else was I going to go on about? Who knows? See, because I was going to try and uh, bring up more stuff from last week, but then obviously I've forgotten all about it. Because <laughs> really a lot has happened in that last week. Oh, actually, I'll talk about this. Uh, so I went to... On a Friday, on Fridays, or my Fridays, which is uh, Thursday for you, if you're in America, um, that's when I go to the radio station here over at 2Bob uh, here in Taree. So, I, so this person calls in, and like, a lot of people, local artists, will drop CDs in all the time. Like, uh, come in and drop a CD off, uh, they will... Um, get get some listen to it and blah blah blah. So, yesterday somebody called in. Hey, could I uh, have somebody listen to my music? Like, yeah, sure. Uh, one of the lead presenters. Uh, there was one of the presenters there, and all that. Now, mind you, the station doesn't actually have a general manager or somebody like in charge. It's done by a board, which is kind of silly. Like. <laughs> Uh, but the fact later is, well, why doesn't somebody have, like, that... Why don't you appoint somebody for that final say? Like, instead of just, uh... Assuming... Like, it's kind of asked backwards. And it makes you wonder why things don't get done. It's for the, it's cause of that reason. So... <laughs> uh, this, this guy ends up coming in, and... Like, he's... Because well, I'm thinking he wants to drop it off, and it's like, well, oh no, I want actually someone to listen to it, so like, so he can get feedback on it. Okay, like I thought it was a bit weird. He pulls out this bottle, this glass bottle, and everybody, there was three people there, and everybody like immediately, um, well, we went for the joke originally, like we all thought, oh, maybe it's just water, but we all thought, had that, all of us had the thought in the back of our minds that maybe it was vodka. Well, he pulls it out and goes for a swig of this, and like, um, oh, have you, is that water? And the dude's like, real coy about it. He's like, oh, yes. He's like, yes, uh, it's water. It's like, oh, shit, mate. Like, it'd be better if it was vodka. <laughs> so, um, so we got him in the studio, Studio 2. So there's two studios, Studio 1 Studio 2. Studio 2 is pretty much the um, place where you record stuff. You can go live in there. But you gotta pull it with a switch. I like guess an old radio station. And so we're listening to the song, and the song, the song's all right. Uh, the other two didn't really like it that much. He, he goes to show him something on the computer, like uh, something he could do, because the presenter is actually a musician, can play music themselves. Um, he so um, he, he, go, he tries to show him something. And he, the dude starts getting real agitated and goes, oh, we don't want to record. He's like, like dude, I'm not recording it. <laughs> he's like, oh, look, look, you're trying to record. It's like, no, he's not trying to record it. Like, I watched him do it. Like, I've seen what he was trying to do. He wasn't trying to record it. So he got, the guy's, um, the, the, guy, the guy's, um, I just want my CD back so he can go. Um, and Cam's like, well, what's, go what's going on? 
and the dude starts the dude starts arcing up because so you you take that out now or there's going to be an issue. So obviously, I guess um, the presenter there no, is is not, not exactly known for uh, keeping an even temper. Though he did he did try he tried he kept he tried calm, but this guy kept provoking it, provoking, 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 to the point where he stood up. And he's going to and so the presenter's now now threatening this dude. Hey, you do not come in here and threaten me in here. If you don't watch your attitude, I'll, I'll fucking uh, you get the gist. Um, he sh he shouldn't have done that. And then here's me and they trying to calm everyone down because I was in the room too. Like, okay, I think we settle down. Can we just get the thing out? We we can let him go and we won't have to worry about it. Uh, so. Uh, they end up, he ends up going to leave, but um, the presenter follows him out the front. So I had to stand out the front and make sure nothing happened. And I think because um, I was there, um, the other dude didn't hit uh, the presenter. And because the presenter was actually kind of getting into his face, he started right because he actually stole documents from the station too. Um, and see, so he's writing down the... Um, because he had to, he was, starting, he was getting volatile. Uh, he was writing down his uh, license plate and because um, he had a motorbike. And like the dude's still on the paper off him, but he, he the presenter had more paper and wrote it down, called the police. And now we have to get an AVO on him. Like I had to uh, sit there with, um, had to speak to police and give a statement. Like it was a lot of bullshit that I really didn't. like. Usually, a lot of times I go on the radio and like the, the last few weeks because we've been organising the acoustic festival, uh, it's kind of been a little bit hands-on. Like this week I'm just going, you know, let's just have a simple day, relax and not have to worry about it. it and it's usually fine until it gets up to that 2 o'clock period, 2 p.m. period. <clears throat> it's a period between uh, 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock where it just gets chaotic. No, no matter what day, what day, what week, it just gets chaotic. There was one time um, a girl came in. She um, had a had a domestic that's a um, with the partner. That's is where the partner, uh, the boyfriend, uh, hit her. She had this knife in her arm. And come in the radio station crying, and like, oh, um, there was a few male presenters there, and there was a fem female one as well. But the male one's there, she w wouldn't go near him, so we got the fe um, female one to sort of squat her out, and that she had to take her up to the hospital and everything. And, like, there's always something happening at that radio station. Like, it's not boring. Oh, that, that's to say the least. It's, it's annoying and frustrating at times, but it's certainly not boring. Hopefully, I never have to do something like that again. Um, but I guess the more time I'm there, I will. Um, it just was a, a very unpleasant experience. I really had to get that out because it was really, really shit me. Like it's to the point today. I'm just like I don't want to speak to anybody today. Nobody. <laughs> I don't want to deal with people. Don't want to deal with bullshit. None of it. Not having that today. <laughs> so. Excuse me, just coughing. Uh, so I'll be back after the break. Um, we'll be talking about the ratings with SmackDown, AEW, and NXT. I guess we could put Raw in there, but there's been a lot of ratings talk. So we'll be back after the break. This month is Total Fuckwit Awareness Month. This cause is to be aware and identify a total fuckwit when you see one. The Sky Junior Show is proudly sponsoring the Total Fuckwit Awareness Association. Go to totalfuckwit.org and sign up today. The Sky Junior Show. You're listening to The Sky Junior Show. We're back and we're slowly growing and we'll, we'll be back to where we were once before. Maybe even bigger. Who knows? I doubt it. Anyway, uh, now we're going to talk about the uh, ratings within the wrestling world. Now, I'm not going to give specific numbers because I don't have them with me right now, but there has been a steady decline pretty much everywhere. Now, you can blame World Series, you can blame uh, football, you can blame basketball, baseball, all the sport, whatever you want. I think, because the, there was a lot of buzz 
there's a lot of buzz uh, a few uh, a little bit of a month ago less than a month ago uh, the, the new um, the new layout for raw you got NXT going going to two hours on um, USA even though they did it a week before but we'll count it uh, AEW debuting the debut on Fox uh, Fox for Smackdown the week later you have the NWA which is doing very well and I think it's um, easily the best show out there um, but then you got to include New Japan like they're kind of expanding too with the US um, promotion uh, with the US market um, I kind of have to with that I'm a little bit wary on because to me I don't think New Japan should be coming to America like a lot like, I don't see why New Japan don't just stick to the one or two, once or twice a year formula. Like, you don't need to expand that that quickly. And I think might be a bit of a mistake on their part. What, what I think they, and, but then also what I think they should do is not bring, is not work in the same markets. They work in a lot of the western parts. Why not go to the eastern parts? Go with the... Um, New York crowds go with the Boston crowds, like go with the Atlanta crowds. Don't start, don't just stick to the one area of the country, because I think it's really, really bad. The markets that they're going in are really bad, especially when you keep going there and putting on subpar shows. Like when you watch New Japan, you want to see the um, Omegas versus Okadas. You want to see the um, Ibushi's um, versus Zack Saber Jr. You want to see the Minoru Suzuki matches. Like, you want to see these guys uh, in their element. But the problem is, <clears throat> with the US shows, they've been coming out and having US-style matches. Why not bring what you have from New Japan to the um, American market? Just go full ball with it. You don't need to appease to an American audience with just the same formula bullshit. That's what I think is hurting the U.S. market. They don't draw very well in the U.S. market, especially in the areas that they book. Anyway, that's just me, but back to the ratings. There's been a steady decline in the ratings uh, in the last few weeks since the, uh, since the debut of all these shows. And it makes you wonder what the landscape of pro wrestling is. Is it because it, there's... Because there has been a lot in a few weeks, and maybe this is a bit of a... Uh, low period or a low period um, maybe this is, this is going to be the standard audience for both shows uh, who knows maybe Wednesday nights just a bad night in general uh, I think Friday's a bad night I keep forgetting Smackdown not Smackdown is on like and I, I think that sort of hurts the product a bit especially with WWE because they because AEW lost half a million viewers in the last few weeks, so in a little bit, a lot, a bit over that. SmackDown lost a million viewers between last week's show, between the weeks before and last week's show. That's a million viewers from two, from the two weeks before on the debut of Fox. That's astounding. How does a company go from a from doing threes and threes and fours uh, million people going down doing uh, two less than two and a half and it wasn't that far off from Raw's rating last week it was like two point two points above it that's it and it makes you wonder what's gonna happen with Fox if they look at if Raw ends up beating Smackdown again in the ratings I bet Fox isn't going to be too happy about it now, I don't think they're going to outright cancel uh, SmackDown. I think that would be a stupid thing to do on everyone's part. Uh, but I wouldn't mind betting if Fox get, gets on their case. Because that, that show does not look like a sports-based show to me, which is what they were looking for, which is what they want, to the point they were trying to get rid of the Firefly Funhouse. I mean, dude, if that was the case, why not keep, keep Bray Wyatt on Raw so you can keep the damn thing? You know? Sounds like a logical idea to me. Then, I don't know. I'm just a dumb mark.
And that, that's another thing I've got to bring up. People who use the word mark, it's really dumb. The use of that uh, term. So many people use that term. Like the, the, the idea of mark is meant to be a wrestling fan. Like that's pretty much what it is. And yet pe people will go around using that thing as, <laughs> as an insult. I don't see why wrestlers, why fans, or anybody needs to call somebody a mark just when they don't agree with something. It, re it really looks really dumb and really stupid and looks really immature. And the fact that they have to use a, t a term like that to describe somebody. Why not just call them a wrestling fan? A disgruntled wrestling fan. Somebody who just doesn't uh, agree with your views of what wrestling should or should not be. But no, we can't have a difference of opinion anymore because, you know, you have to have one way or the other. I say fuck that. Like, you look at, listen to all these other podcasts out there. They'll go, hey, you, you like AEW is, for example, you got to either like AEW or you don't. Why can't you be in the middle? Why can't you be objective in the middle? And I'll say this about AEW. Like, I have been liking AEW shows, but the problem is they don't leave off their shows without something to come back to next week, which I think is a big, um, is a big uh, flaw that they have. They <clears throat> do something for the show, which is, which is a good show. They do a lot of different stuff on there. But why not build to something for next week? Okay, um, maybe uh, we'll use this for an example. Say... The Young Bucks are going to be in the tag team match next week on AEW Dynamite. They're going to be in the main event. Don't have them wrestle on the week before. Come out with a promo, oh yes, we're going to um, face Private Party next week uh, in, in the main event. Uh, this will have ramifications for the tag team titles. Rah, 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 rah. Do something like that to build to the next week. Instead of just having having the match um, on the on the... TV show and then just not bothering about it again. Continuation in storylines, and I'm not just going to blame um, AEW for that. WWE needs to do that as well. NXT needs to do that. NXT does a pretty good job with it. Um, I will say that. Uh, SmackDown needs to do it. Impact needs to do it. Ring of Honor needs to do that. New Japan does do that. Um, NWA has been doing that. I feel there's been more. The company. The, Two companies that have, that's had the best storyline progressions is New Japan Pro Wrestling and the NWA. And I'm going to put MLW in there, even though I haven't watched it, but then they, they, last time I watched, they did do storyline progression on those shows. Uh, I'm kind of pissed they took the title off uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, but then, uh, uh, well, that's Pro Wrestling. And I, I still think uh, Killer Cross, he's the, guy, he's the guy of the future. And here's something I think AEW should pick up. Get him, push him to the moon. Uh, keep him undefeated. Take him all of that way to the world title and have him hold it for two years. Don't have him lose it. I guarantee you that guy will probably be the biggest star that they would ever have. Easy. Easy. Um, so that's will be it for this part of the show. Um, next is going to be Stupid Shit of the Week, which is the review of... Uh, WWE uh, 2K20, so we'll take it to that. So we'll be back after the break. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. I thought perhaps a gateway to the other side had finally crinkled and cracked, opening up a future passageway in the middle of Chain Street to be Elzebub's bungalow many, many miles down. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. I don't know. As I stared into the darkened void, imagining the hordes of devils soon to spring forth, I couldn't help but ponder. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. How deep does that hole go? Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. For on this hallowed day, sweet, sweet Mama Earth opened up her gaping and gaseous orifice to finally allow the darkened one to claw his way out of the shadow zone and into our luminescent heaviside lair. Like Kruger into the Thompson's tub, and my consciousness is Nancy's open thighs. Choke me, Devil Daddy, choke me. I don't know. 
Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. I can only hope my vexed savior ascends and that my servitude to the one true maestro of mayhem can finally be proclaimed. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Through the holographic plane of existence that flickers and fades like an outfree run watched at three o'clock in the morning whilst your sleeping stepdad slumbers and snores. I now see this world as evanescent as I lock eyes with the legion of the underworld who will stand shoulder to shoulder with me and see me as more than Mark who works at Arby's. See me as the true soldier of Samhain that I really am and together we will chant into the brightened fray. Stepdads be damned and naysayers be gone for I am the prince of Purgatoria. I am the infernal firstborn son of Lucifer. I am Gordon Shumway the rogue, last son of Melmac and the luckies of this world didn't even stand a chance. I don't know. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Choke me, devil daddy. Choke me. Holes are pretty cool. If you have something for stupid shit of the week, go to Twitter at the Skyjin Show and tag me in it. Make sure it's good and make sure it's stupid. The Sky Genie Show. Stupid of the week. WWE 2K20. What could I say about this game? Maybe the worst WWE game I've ever played? It would definitely be up there. So, um, as you know, I'm an avid WWE game player. Uh, if you've been on this channel and looked through, you see old me playing uh, matches on WWE 2K, uh, whatever game in the past like and it's pretty much been a staple since I was about a uh, teenager really I've been playing all these games from Smackdown uh, the first one to Smackdown 2 going to Here Comes the Pain uh, going to the Smackdown vs Raw WWE 12 WWE 13 one of my personal favorite out of the series WWE 2K 14 and the list goes on uh, but I've also played games like No Mercy, like on Nintendo 64, easily one of the best uh, wrestling games out there, or on Nintendo 64. That whole series you have from WCW to WWE, and it was evolution of that game. No Mercy was the, probably the last great uh, wrestling game out there. But when you go, but I'm talking more the SmackDown, which I still classify this as the SmackDown series. That's been continued and renamed. Out of the whole series, I'll say 2K14 is my personal favourite. People say he comes to pain, but then I don't personally. I don't think um, uh, that that great of a game. It's a good game, but you know, some of the um, gameplay on there wasn't really that all that great on there. Um, like I could easily uh, beat people. Like. The one, the, the glitch that used to happen in the game was what, was when you set up the table in the corner, you'd run into it, and then the player throws you in, and you get a DQ, and you get the wins. So you never actually had to play the game properly. Uh, whereas uh, this, whereas, as time goes on, that's obviously been taken out. WWE 2K20. Uh, like... There wasn't really a lot of hype going into this game, and it's real funny that there were, until maybe the last um, month and a half, maybe, that we kind of got any information about this game. Even going into SummerSlam, I don't think we had any information on this game at all. It was, like, it was that quiet. And usually around SummerSlam is when we usually get the roster reveal, we get a little bit of information here and there. But besides all that, not that much. So, and then we got the news that the game was coming out a bit later. So, it has me wondering what was going on with this game. Well, we found out. Dukes, who was a part of the WWE game series for years, uh, wasn't in this wasn't part of this this year. They, they have opted out and are no longer part of WWE games. They're no longer making WWE games. Um, so it's 2K that's taken over fully. So they've had to hire a whole staff to rebuild the game from scratch. And in looking at this game, I don't know why they didn't 
just extend the release date. Like, we could probably wait another month or two, wait till around December. I'm guessing maybe that's because of WWE wants this game out before in October, so then they can get it in the quarterly. I don't know. It, it just really seems like a real uh, stupid time to really put it out at this time, especially when the game's not even complete. Uh, Creator Championship is apparently meant to be in the game, but was taken out. Uh, it's supposed to come back at late, uh, later on in the year because there's a lot of bugs with it. Well, here's me thinking, and you see there's a lot of bugs in this game now. And of course the patch hasn't come out, so I don't know if that's going to come out soon or sometime tonight. It's... I'm looking at this, and this is probably the worst WWE game I've ever played. And there have been some stinkers. Uh, 2K... Uh, 2000, Smackdown vs. Raw 2008. Probably one of the uh, worst games out there. Uh, uh, what was the year that really had no features? I think it was, um, 2009. I think, I don't think it was that great. Uh, until they introduced Universe Mode, that's when I started getting good again. Um, 2K, it was WWE 12, where you couldn't connect with, um, with hits. You would be, uh, close-lining people, drop-kicking people, and all that other stuff. And it would not even, not even connect, so there was a lot of issues there. And this game has been a huge step back. I don't even know why this game was released, uh, especially when it looks incomplete. It's very incomplete. Like the uh, story mode looks like it's like it looks like it's PS3, PS3 quality on a PS4 platform. When PS4 has been out for um, a good five years at this point. A good five years, and for some reason they've gone back to PS3 quality, which says something to you. Uh, like the gameplay hasn't really improved; they've kind of gone stagnant. And I'm really hoping that next year's game is going to be a lot better than this. Um, one example I had, because um, when you're creating people, you can create uh, create wrestlers. You can use the ones in game to create over them. I decided to make a Hollywood Hogan, you know, have an NWI Hogan just for the hell of it. And when I did this, I went to create an entrance and it froze. And, huh, okay, it, this won't be in it. Maybe it's just that one time, because once in a while, sometimes the game freezes. And, but no, it happened again. And again and again and again. Like, I think I tried about five times before I just gave up. And I'm like, well, fuck, fuck this. Uh, what else was that? Uh, oh, the controls this year are freaking dreadful. Like, hit the te like the, they, they've changed all the buttons around, which is really fucking, fucking stupid. I mean, I know you wanted to get away from mutes, but you didn't really have to change the controls. Keep it, <clears throat> keep it simple, keep it easy, what people know. Or, have an option to change to the other one if they really want. Like, there's no copyright to controls that I know of. And, um, uh, I forget one of the other features that glitched out on the game, but I'll probably remember later after I've uh, recorded. This game. Like, I, I'm surprised that this game even made it past anyway. Like, how they released this, an incomplete game. Because it basically is, it's incomplete. It's, and it's a revolving pattern that's coming out with the these games that they're coming out incomplete. Like they end up they end up completing them because they get, keep putting patches on them. But it's not till later later on in the year and some and early into next year that this game finally gets complete, but still with the bugs that comes with the last patch, and you're stuck with that for the rest of the year. And it, it really makes you wonder why the fuck do they not take longer on these games? If it's going to take you an extra couple months to get this thing done, then, hey, take that couple months. And, as I said before, if WWE's, uh, like, if, I'm guessing WWE's behind the date, which makes it difficult, which makes it difficult for 2K, but at the same time, it, it doesn't really come off well. 
And let's face it, at the moment, WWE isn't doing well in TV or their video games. Because let's face it, last year's was a crock of shit too. And when you have so much of this departure, like, I remember last year, there was so much hype going into last year's game. So much hype. Because everybody was excited. We got... Uh, we had had some new features, some stars, and all these other and all these other things going into it. Yet uh, this year, going into it, nobody could give a shit. They didn't release any information and could not give a shit, which says something. Uh, to, which says to me that hey, hey, there's no interest in these games, and they know it. But um, because there is apparently rumors as a. Uh, another uh, WWE game coming out uh, early next year. So I'm wondering if, because there's too much focus on, there's uh, not enough focus on one game, they're, they're now focused on two games, and it's making that a bit difficult. But anyway, uh, if I had to give, give a rating for this game, um, I don't know what you would rate it. It definitely minus something, because this is definitely the worst game I ever played. Worst wrestling game so far. But uh, that's my review on WWE 2K20. It's shit. You're listening to the Sky Genie Show. We're back and we're slowly growing and we'll, we'll be back to where we were once before. Maybe even bigger. Who knows? I doubt it. Anyway, uh, now we're going to talk about the uh, ratings within the wrestling world. Now, I'm not going to give specific numbers because I don't have them with me right now. But there has been a steady decline. Pretty much everywhere. Now you could blame World Series, you could blame uh, football, you could blame basketball, baseball, all the sport, whatever you want. I think the because there was a lot of buzz. There's a lot of buzz uh, a few uh, that little bit of a month ago, less than a month ago. Uh, the the new um. The new layout for Raw. You got NXT going going to two hours on um, USA, even though they did it a week before. But we'll count it. Uh, AEW debuting the debut on Fox. Uh, Fox for SmackDown. The week later, you have the NWA, which is doing very well, and I think it's um, easily the best show out there. Um, but then you got to include New Japan, like they're kind of expanding too with the US um, promotion, uh, with the US market. Um, I kind of have to, with that I'm a little bit wary on, because to me, I don't think New Japan should be coming to America, like, a lot. Like, I don't see why New Japan don't just stick to the one or two, once or twice a year formula. Like, you don't need to expand that that quickly. And I think might be a bit of a mistake on their part. What, what I think they... And, but then also what I think they should do is not bring... Is not work in the same markets. They work in a lot of the western parts. Why not go to the eastern parts? Go with the um, New York crowds. Go with the Boston crowds. Like, go with the Atlanta crowds. Don't, st don't just stick... To the one area of the country, because I think it's really, really bad. The markets that they're going in are really bad, especially when you keep going there and putting on subpar shows. Like when you watch New Japan, you want to see the um, Omegas versus Okadas. You want to see the um, Ibushi's um, versus Zack Sabre Jr. You want to see the Minoru Suzuki matches. Like you want to see these guys uh, in their element. But the problem is, <clears throat> with the U.S. shows, they've been coming out and having U.S.-style matches. Why not bring what you have from New Japan to the um, American market? Just go full ball with it. You don't need to appease to an American audience with just the same formula bullshit. That's what I think is hurting the U.S. market. They don't draw very well in the U.S. market. Especially in the areas that they book. Anyway, that's just me, but back to the ratings. There's been a steady decline in the ratings uh, in the last few weeks since the, uh, since the debut of all these shows. And it makes you wonder what the landscape of pro wrestling is. Is it because it, there's... Because there has been a lot in a few weeks and maybe this is a bit of a uh, low period or a low period. 
Um, maybe this is just going to be the standard audience for both shows. Uh, who knows? Maybe Wednesday night's just a bad night in general. Uh, I think Friday's a bad night. I keep forgetting Smackdown, not Smackdown is on. Like, and I, I think that sort of hurts the product a bit. Especially with WWE, because they, because, uh, AEW lost half a million viewers in the last few weeks, and a little bit, a lot, a bit over that. SmackDown lost a million viewers between last week's show, between the weeks before and last week's show. That's a million viewers from two, from the two weeks before on the debut of Fox. That's astounding. How does a company go from a, from doing threes and threes and fours uh, million people going down doing uh, two, less than two and a half? And it wasn't that far off from Raw's rating last week. It was like two point two points above it. That's it. And it makes you wonder what's going to happen with Fox if they look at if Raw ends up beating SmackDown again in the ratings. I bet Fox isn't going to be too happy about it. Now I don't think they're going to outright cancel uh, SmackDown. I think that would be a stupid thing to do on everyone's part. Uh, but I wouldn't mind betting if Fox get, gets on their case because that that show does not look like a sports-based show to me, which is what they were looking for, which is what they want. To the point they were trying to get rid of the Firefly Funhouse. And, dude, if that was the case, why not keep, keep Bray Wyatt on Raw so you can kick the damn thing? You know? Sounds like a logical idea to me. Then, I don't know. I'm just a dumb mark. And that, that's another thing I've got to bring up. People who use the word mark. It's really dumb, the use of that uh, term. So many people use that term, like, the, the, the idea of Mark is meant to be a wrestling fan. Like, that's pretty much what it is. And yet, pe people will go around using that thing as, <laughs> as an insult. I don't see why wrestlers, why fans, or anybody needs to call somebody a Mark just when they don't agree with something. It, it really looks really dumb and really stupid and looks really immature. And the fact that they have to use a, t a term like that to describe somebody. Why not just call them a wrestling fan? A disgruntled wrestling fan. Somebody who just doesn't uh, agree with your views of what wrestling should or should not be. But no, we can't have a difference of opinion anymore because, you know, you have to have one way or the other. I say fuck that. Like, you look at, listen to all these other podcasts out there. They'll go, hey, you, and like AEW is, for example, you gotta either like AEW or you don't. Why can't you be in the middle? Why can't you be objective in the middle? And also, this about AEW. Like, I have been liking AEW shows, but the problem is they don't leave off their shows without something to come back to next week, which I think is a big um, is a big uh, flaw that they have. They <clears throat> do something for the show, which is which is a good show. They do a lot of different stuff on it, but why not build to something for next week? Okay, um, maybe uh, we'll use this for an example. Say the Young Bucks are going to be in a tag team match next week on AEW Dynamite. They're going to be in the main event. Don't have them wrestle on the week before. Come out with a promo, oh yes, we're going to um, face private party next week uh, in, in the main event. Uh, this will have ramifications for the tag team titles. Rah, 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 rah. Do something like that to build to the next week. Instead of just having having the match um, on, the, on the TV show and then just not bothering about it again. Continuation in storylines, and I'm not just going to blame um, AEW for that. WWE needs to do that as well. NXT needs to do that. NXT does a pretty good job with it. Um, I will say that. Uh, SmackDown needs to do it. Impact needs to do it. Ring of Honor needs to do that. New Japan does do that. Um, NWA has been doing that. I feel there's been more... Sp the company... The 
two companies that had that's had the best storyline progressions is New Japan Pro Wrestling and the NWA. And I'm gonna put MLW in there, even though I haven't watched it. But they, they last time I watched, they did do storyline progression on those shows. I'm kind of pissed they took the title off uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, but then, uh, oh, well, that's pro wrestling, and I, I still think uh, Killer Cross, he's the guy, he's the guy of the future, and he is something I think AEW should pick up, get him, push him to the moon, uh, keep him undefeated, take him all of that way to the world title, and have him hold it for two years. Don't have him lose it. I guarantee you that guy will probably be the biggest star that I would ever have. Easy. Easy. Um, so that's will be it for this part of the show. Um, next is going to be Stupid Shit of the Week, which is the review of uh, WWE uh, 2K20. So we'll take it to that. Now, I recorded this early in the week, but since then more has come out. Well, a little bit. Uh, Pretty much after that whole uh, fixed WWE uh, hashtag went out, 2K went very silent, like, to the point there was nobody um, talking. One of the former creators, uh, I believe they're on the SmackDown vs Raw series for THQ, actually went on to on his on a YouTube um, and pretty much said uh, his experiences of the game, what he thought of the game. And he was surprised that the game actually made it through to be published, or to be released. Because usually games like that, where they're not complete, they will, they will get knocked back. If they, if they look to be very very ineffective, which this game is. Um, but then I woke up this morning. Uh, this morning is uh, the 26th of October, 2019. And 2K have released a statement that they will be releasing a patch within two weeks. Now, from I'm guessing it was Smack Talks who was talking about it, uh, saying that the patch that would be need to fix that would need to fix this would be a pretty big patch, and it would, wouldn't take um, one patch just just to do it. It's going to take a few. I want. I have a theory. If with DLC, if because we have DLC with this game, and I'm wondering with the programming and how they do it, if is if because that game data is looking for that and it's missing, that's why the games play up a bit. And while they had this, they do have this working in uh, with most years. It's I'm wondering if this was the case where they're look they're looking for that data. As I said, they had to start new, start fresh, because they don't have Yuks anymore. And from that YouTube video from that uh, creation guy, he said that Yuks actually was staying up uh, pretty much well, pulling all-nighters in January to have their game released in time. So Yuks did a lot of work behind the scenes. So it makes a question uh, 2K's motives um, in dropping Yuks. If it's a money deal, simply creative, maybe they just want to, go, want to go in another direction. But then it's really strange that they just dropped Ukes. And I, I do remember that Ukes said they're not going to be out of the wrestling business. I still believe they're part of WWE, or they might be in the AEW game if that ever comes out. But who knows? Uh, and hit the, another thing I found out this morning was that Sony is actually... Uh, taking refunds. Not everybody's been able to get a refund for the game, but Sony have come out to say that well, we're going to going to refund everybody's money or people's money for an ineffective game. Which you know what? Good good on Sony for doing that, and fuck and fuck this 2K for not uh, issuing refunds because they pretty much should. It's a it's a shoddy product, and I can very much see that this. Uh, game is easily the worst WWE game of all time, and this I hope, I do hope that by next year's game that they got th their shit together because that's really, they're really going going to be uh, needing that because if they don't, they <laughs> WWE games could really, really uh, get hurt by this. 
And I can't imagine WWE uh, themselves are too thrilled that people aren't happy with the game and what has been created. Obviously, there's a contract with them, so they can't really just pull out. But at the same time, if I'm WWE, and um, who knows what WWE's stance is on this because, you know, it's just another product for them. Uh, who knows if WWE, WWE is not going to turn around and say, well, we're going to a different company now. Because they probably well could. They probably have that in their contracts. I don't doubt that WWE doesn't have out clauses when they put when they sign contracts with TV deals or uh, video game licenses. Like I don't like WWE has practically always been about their business and making sure they're around. So they're going to do anything possible. If they have to drop people along the way, they will. Like this Fox deal, I, he, I could probably see if this Fox deal doesn't come through, maybe there's a certain time that WWE can turn around and say, well, hey, this Fox deal isn't working out, so we can go somewhere else. I don't think they will because they, they want the money. <clears throat> like, there's usually out clauses. Out clauses are pretty much prevalent through business. Now, uh, this, is, this is enough about the game because this is part three of a rant which I'm probably going to, going to include for Stupid Shit of the Week because it is a pretty big segment and it does, does take up a lot. Uh, so thank you all for listening and I'll catch you later. Show.